Welcome to Jean and Mike do the New York Times crossword. Hi, I'm Jean. And I'm Mike. And today we are doing the crossword for Friday, September 9th, 2022. So, did you do the crossword? Yes, I did. Did you do it in record time? Well, I don't think it was a record, but I did pretty well. I did it in 3628. Hmm. I did it in uh, 2220. Wow. So, it, yeah. It didn't look like a very big puzzle. <laughs> well, I was confused because of the unusual grid with a uh, a four uh, row set of almost all black squares, uh-huh. and so I was like, "Well, that's weird." But then, if if you counted the rest of it's actually fifteen by fifteen, I think. Yeah, it is. And then they just had they just sort of tagged that on at the end. Uh huh. Um, but that sort of that made me think it was harder than it than it was. Yes. Uh huh. Well, it did have a lot of long clues going up and down. Right. So they had a few long clues going across, but not too many. Not and, as many as going up and down. Right. So and that all related and it was appropriate because of the theme. Right. So um, you want to talk about the theme? Okay. Well, the theme revolved around the computer game Tetris, and the 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 grid was set up in a fifteen by fifteen grid, except that one of the clues at the bottom extended for four extra squares. And that actually was the name of the game, best-selling video game celebrated in this grid, and and that was actually Tetris. Mm -hmm. Uh, But there were three other clues related to Tetris. Um, 22 down, uh, don't be a stranger, or an apt request, from a Tetris player, which was drop me a line. And then there was, um, uh, at the top, seven down, hugely successful film or an apt description of a Tetris player, which was blockbuster. And then finally, um, 11 down, trick of being suddenly nowhere to be found or an apt description, description of a victory for a 59 down player, which was disappearing act. Mm -hmm. And I am assuming most people know how to play Tetris. But, you know, and if you looked at the black squares in the puzzle, they were all the shapes that are found in Tetris. Mm -hmm. There was one that was four squares long. There was one that looked like an L, with three squares and one square to the side. There was one that looked like a T, with three squares and one square going down in the middle. And then there was one that kind of zigzagged. And uh, and then there was one that was four, four squares, you know, forming a larger square. So those are all the shapes that you use when you play Tetris. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so it was very clever, yep. I thought. Very, very clever. It was a Tetris game. It was a Tetris game. With it a really crossword was. inside. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I haven't played Tetris in many years, but... Uh, I could I could do pretty well, but then when it started getting fast, then I just could completely blow it. I would panic and think I can't do this anymore, mm-hmm. and uh, and so then I would never quite win. Yeah, I'm more of a Candy Crush person myself. Oh, uh-huh. Well, that's kind of similar, right? So, 
But uh, but anyway, that was the puzzle, and that was the theme, and um, it it was a good challenge for me. But I was able to get through it. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of trouble though in the upper uh, left corner mm. uh, because one across. Oops, I lost it there. One across was troubles, right? And the answer to that was perturbs. Mm-hmm. And so it took me a while, but I eventually got that. And then two, you know, not the one right under it, but the one under that was 16 across, tackle together. And that turned out to be team up on. Yes. So I eventually got that. But then the one between those two, uh, which formed a row of pretty much three-letter answers for the downs, but it was out of nothing in creation myths. Well, I had no idea what that was. It turned out it was ex nihilo. Ex nihilo? You think that's how it said? Um, well, it sounds like ni- I think I think sort of the root is nihilism. So yeah, yeah. I'd say ex ni ex nihiloism. That doesn't sound right. Well, I I was trying to figure out is that Greek or you know I'm just not sure. Mm-hmm. But anyway. I got most of the letters, but I didn't know the letter that went with uh, four down, blank and Eric Awesome show, Great Job, which is a comedy sketch series. And I didn't know the first letter, uh, which goes with the down clue, snit. And so I just kept, it looked like in both cases I needed a vowel. uh, And so I just kept putting various various vowels in each one and it turned out that the sketch show was tim tim and eric's awesome show great Mm -hmm. job and it turned out that snit the answer was pet and i'm still not quite sure about that but that's how i got x nilo and that's how i solved the puzzle yeah so so i recognize it as perturbs because i had i had the r from Modern vaccine material, so right. so mm-hmm. RNA, yeah, and then of course, um, uh, classic role for Nichelle Nichols and uh, Zoe Saldana. Mm-hmm. That was Uhura. Yeah, I got that one right away. Right, so I had the R and the U, and then mm-hmm. I think I also got the R from the next one over. Quite stinky was ripe, uh-huh. and so I had you know I had an R and an U and an R, and I'm like, it's either disturbs. Or perturbs, and uh-huh. somehow perturbs sounded better. Uh-huh. So I had the P, and uh-huh. I had the T. Well, I had the P, too. Oh. But I don't understand how snit, how the answer to snit is pet. Well. I thought a snit was, you know, when you're in a bad mood. It is. It is a fit of irritation. Mm-hmm. Um, but what's what's pet got to do with that? Um, that's a great question. <laughs> You're frantically trying to look it up. <laughs> well, I'm I'm trying to get. Um, let's see. Well, we have the positron emission tomography. Google is not helping here. Uh-huh. Um, I just I didn't look at wordplay because I got you know I, I I figured it all out. But I thought I wonder if anybody else had that question. Why why are pet and snit the same thing? Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I don't know. It seems so. Apparently, there is a definition of pet. 
uh, as a noun, a fit of petulance, a, so maybe it's short for petulance, a sulk arising from the impression that one has been offended or slighted. Um, is, that, is that like regional or from another country? <laughs> and I've never heard anyone say, oh, he was in a pet. <laughs> he was in a real pet today. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, here's a quote from 1891. There was something ludicrous, even more unbecoming a gentleman, in leaving a friend's house in a pet. Huh. I think it might be archaic. Yeah. I, I, th- I think it's not um, a, a commonly used... Yeah, I mean, pet is listed, according to Merriam-Webster, a snit, or, or pet is listed as a synonym of snit. Uh-huh. So it's just some, it's just some version. Uh-huh. What does pet mean in slang? A fit of peevishness, sulkiness, or anger. Uh-huh. Just one use of the... I mean, I think pet as... The thing on usually four legs has sort of uh, sort of driven the other definition into obscurity, but but apparently well, it's there. The, and then there's, you know, I always think of it as kind of a a term of endearment. You know, I say my little pet or right. my pet, um, but uh, well, I've never heard it used as a synonym for snit. But yeah, quit being in a pet. Yes, I'm going to start saying that. I think people are just going and to give you a... Will, they'll yeah. give you a long look when you say that. It doesn't seem to really make Don't much sense. Don't get in a pet. Don't get in a pet. Uh. <laughs> um, yeah, so... that that But that second word, however it's pronounced, ex nihilo, that still doesn't sound right, um, ex nihilo, maybe... We got to figure out how to pronounce that uh-huh. at some point. We'll, we'll have to look that right. one up afterwards. Um, but but that is um, that's the second time it's been in the New York Times crossword. So really? it's only been, yes, it's only been in twice. When was it in before? Um, Nineteen thirty-two, along with Pet. <laughs> it was in. Let me just see here. Um, the last time it was there was. Uh, 2020. So in 2020, it was clued as from nothing as creation, and now it's today it's clued as out of nothing in creation myths. What year, what day was that on the first time it was? Used? The first time was a Saturday, oh. and today, of course, it's Friday. Friday, yeah. Huh. So it's considered it's a um a difficult word. A difficult word. Uh-huh. Well, now we know. Mm-hmm. Ex ni ex nihilo. And it is Latin, so uh-huh. okay. In case you All were right. wondering. Makes sense to me. And let's see. There were a few other words there that I thought were interesting. Um, uh, 47 across French, perhaps, in England. The answer was snog. Yes. Uh, And um, I worked hard on this one. 58 across, it's just under one nose informally. And the answer was stash, uh-huh. as in mustache. Right. And I was like trying to see what's under my nose. Just like, let's see, I've got lips, I've got a tongue, I've got a, I've got a chin. You've got a stash. I've got a stash. Uh-huh. But, um, and I found it interesting, 12 down, the sacred disease to ancient Greeks was epilepsy. Yes. Why they would consider that a sacred disease. I don't know. Sort of, sort of a, a mystery. Maybe, maybe you know, because like one of the the uh, symptoms of epilepsy, of course, is a fit. Maybe they saw that as as being um, controlled by something 
unknown. I don't know. Could be though. Mm-mm. Sounds sounds plausible. Yeah. Um, the busy business around Mother's Day, uh, fifteen down was FTD. Right. But that was sort of sort of cute. Mm-hmm. And I think we were just talking about this person the other day. Nineteen down, one of two thousand two hundred ninety-seven for Hank Aaron, and that was RBI. That's right. He's like the all-time he is. home yeah. run king, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I think I think he's been up. Uh, usurped. He's been usurped by somebody, someone else? Somebody else. Mm, okay. I think. I, I definitely mm-hmm. don't keep up in this. Yeah, I think he I think he was and I can't think who who was the the person who did that, but anyway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then ten down, uh, Mont Blanc, par example, and the answer was Alp, A L P E. Because mm-hmm. I was thinking that's it's an it's an Alp, and I and I eventually realized, oh they're they're saying this in French, and so they want the the French spelling of Alp, which is A L P E. I was thinking it was it was some reference to the pen. Um, boy, have you ever looked at the price of a Mont Blanc pen? Oh yes, they're very expensive. They're like six hundred dollars to start. Uh huh. Apparently, you can go to one of their service centers and show them a pen, and they'll tell you whether or not it's authentic or whether or not you've just been ripped off from Amazon. Uh huh. Hey, I just looked up. The number one home run hitter now is Barry Bonds. Oh, okay. Barry Bonds. So where's Hank Aaron? He's number two. Number two, all right. Yeah. Barry Bonds had 762, Hank Aaron 755. And is Barry Bonds still playing? No. Oh, okay. No. But Albert Pujols is. He's at 695. Mm-hmm. Although uh, he's pretty old now. He's 42. So ah. I don't know. I mean, old for a baseball player. I understand, yes. Uh-huh. But yeah. And then there's none that are even close. The next one that's still playing is at number 27. Wow. And he's 39. Mm-hmm. And then the next one's at 39, and he's 41. Hmm. Nelson Cruz and, and Miguel Cabrera. I'm sure someone in the Royals will catch up. I certainly hope so. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's probably it for the crossword. Okay. But it is Friday. Yes, it is. And I gather you have a fun fact for Fun Fact Friday. Well, I do. Okay. I do. I This this uh, made me very curious when we saw this in the puzzle earlier in the week. And we've seen it in many other puzzles. And the the answer is, and uh, you know, it's like the clue is something like, uh, and others. Uh, and the answer is always et al i i. E-T-A-L-I-I. And you were saying that was pronounced Ali. That was my guess. And, and I was like, I, as, as a person who used to write academic papers, I had never seen at all I-I. I've always just seen at all. Um, and it's, and I, I checked with Merriam-Webster, who says there is a good deal of confusion surrounding at all, as is commonly the case with the abbreviated Latin words, such as ibid, et, for etc., and i.e. Et al. comes from the Latin phrase meaning and others. It is usually styled with a period, but you will occasionally see it as just plain old et al., E-T-A-L. Et al. typically stands in for two or more names, especially in bibliographical information. It's preceded by a comma only when more than one name is listed, as in the cases with two or more text authored by the same person or by people with the same surname. Um, 
But the, the thing that it stands for at all is most commonly found in scholarly writing, especially when used to avoid having to list a number of different authors in a bibliography or footnote. Mm -hmm. You can use it when describing the people who came to a dinner party, but it may sound rather odd. Uh, some of the Latin abbreviations found in the English have become well-suited to conversational usage, such as I-E uh, or etc. But um, but there were actually three different kinds of et al. And one of them is et al, I-I, like we see in the crossword, mm -hmm. which means that all the people you are describing are men. It's the masculine. There is the et a-L-I-A-E, which is all the people you're describing are women. It's, that's the feminine version. And then there's the et a L I A at Aliyah, mm -hmm. which is the neutered version. And so I'm thinking I have never seen it because they don't use it anymore. You know, they never, they don't, uh, they don't feel like, Oh, we must uh, identify all of these authors as men or women. You know, it's just kind of, they're additional authors to the paper. So it's right. just at all. But it's interesting that they would they, they would go to the to the uh, uh, extent of identifying by gender, like all this yeah. and other men, this and other uh -huh. women. Yeah, like like you're, it's going to make a difference whether uh -huh. or not you want to read the paper, knowing if there's men or women that are writing it. Mm -hmm. But um, but anyway, and it gives no pronunciation for any of them, really, except for at all and at alia, the mm -hmm. neuter version. So, so anyway, a little tidbit on at all. Okay. We all know. Well, good. Excellent. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, I believe that is it for today then. Yeah. So thanks everyone for listening. Mm -hmm. um, hope you've been having a great week so far. Um, the Saturday crossword will be out shortly. Yes. Hopefully you're going to all head right to it and tackle it. You bet. Best of luck with it. And we will be back again to tell you how we did with it tomorrow. Bye-bye.